0: Hi, Bamal, How are you?
1: Hi, Leanne. Today
0: today we're together in person, so that's exciting. Um, My question for today was to to discuss how you think a very technical product manager would be versus a sort of a more non-technical product manager. So maybe I think we've talked about how you can come to this role through different backgrounds and how that might affect uh, the way they run a project and the pros and
1: cons of each. Yeah, sure. Anybody can be a product manager, but not everybody can be a great product manager. And the way I think about this is whether you are a technical product manager or a non-technical product manager, it's about understanding your strengths and weakness and working on your strength.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And let me... Uh, uh, lay out this uh, for example if I were non-technical product manager non-technical meaning I don't, I don't have software engineering background I don't I haven't that non-technical, I can't write code I can't read uh, code that's non-technical, non-technical background so even for those now let's see what are the things product managers do the product managers from some of the things are understand who the users are,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Uh, and second thing is try requirements, and mm-hmm. third thing is uh, then like how to build the solutions and things like that. So, primarily, those are those three things, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, if the benefit of non-technical product manager is that the non-technical product manager has to be really great at understanding customers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: empathizing with them. And non-technical basically means someone who uh, someone who doesn't know how the technology solution works. So stay away from the solution and just focus on the problem and validate the problem and mm-hmm. write things down. So that's the strength. And if a proc- non-technical guy works on product manager, works on the strength and does that well mm-hmm. then it won't be a huge issue
0: mm-hmm.
1: if non-technical product manager doesn't do that role mm-hmm. then then it starts becoming a problem
0: right right
1: now for a technical product managers uh even though do understanding the customers writing about them and writing requirements has the highest value mm-hmm. sometimes Technical product managers get along well with the engineering team. Right, right. Because technical product managers can speak that language. Right. right.
0: Well, and don't you think they, they would have a better, or potentially a better time um, understanding the, the scale of a certain problem that so they know the work that needs to go into it?
1: Not necessarily. Okay. So it's, I think it's more about having a, understanding community mm-hmm. or understanding language between the technical and not technical and product manager team mm-hmm. than about prop manager's technical background or non-technical background mm-hmm. so if even non-technical product manager tries to understand how tables work right and can speak that language then that's enough
0: what, what language
1: for example <laughs> somebody says okay we gotta do uh we got we got to move from monolithic architecture to service-oriented architecture,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And non-technical product manager goes and understands uh, what is, what do we mean by monolithic architecture? Mm-hmm. And what are the pros and cons of that? And what are, so what do you mean by service-oriented architecture? So mm-hmm. what are pros and cons of that? You don't have to go and write, write the code and understand that. Right. But in principle, you can understand structure then you are able to communicate that with your technical team then you will, as a non-technical product manager, you'll get, get respect from the team. Right. So, even non-technical product managers trying to understand that and speaking that language with the tech- engineering team, mm-hmm. the technical team, gain respect. Right. And it's about respect rather than about your background. Mm-hmm. If you gain respect from the team, then it will be a lot easier to work with the team. Yeah, Because eventually... Uh, even if you are a technical background in the technology field things change so fast right and at the do level you won't be able to catch up
2: mm-hmm.
1: right regardless of you being a technical background or non technical background mm-hmm. so that's why but getting a respect from it is important totally. and you can get that by uh trying to understand what the Technology is about mm-hmm. uh, at uh, the structural level mm-hmm. per se, not at at the uh, let's say do level, mm-hmm. not at the code level. Right. So, so that's why non-technical product managers have benefit of looking at the problem not through lenses of technology.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder also if they can. Um, if you're non-technical, you might be like i think i could see there would be cases where a technical person would maybe have blind spots just yes. because they're so in the process where even just by asking questions a non technical person would be like oh like why are we doing it like this and that and then everyone's like oh i don't know why are we doing it like this and so could unearth like sort of more um, like insight into the
1: process yeah. so that's where this adventism discernment is right mm-hmm. so for technical program this ad, when you are trying to explain to to a normal user. Mm-hmm. Like, by that's sort where of the knowledge is h- hurtful here. By a sense you know how to explain things in technical terms. Yeah. Your vocabulary about explaining the problem and solution mm-hmm. will be more from that angle rather than from simplicity of a normal layman language.
2: yeah
1: so for non-technical product managers it will not be your organic vocabulary to have a technical vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So they t- tend to explain if you t- can explain the problem solution to the solution to the users in the layman language, mm-hmm. then it's an advantage for a non-technical
2: background. okay yeah
1: mm-hmm. right. So it, it starts from the same fo- focal point is, it's all about users and solving the problem, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. And the driver that non-technical product managers have can use their actually weakness as a strength. Mm-hmm. Saying, "Can I simplif- simplify the problem definition in a plain language rather than without using technicalities? Mm-hmm. If you can do that, then non-technical product managers can play by that strength."
0: Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think there's um, certain types of projects that lend themselves better to one type or another? Or do you think it's completely... No, random? It's I
1: think it's different. Mm-hmm. So even product management is different in different companies, right? Yeah. In some cases, product managers work more closely to the marketing team and mm-hmm. sales team. And I think non-technical product managers will fit organically in that role. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Product managers is also about there are technical product managers, for Mm -hmm. example, requirements is figured out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say uh, uh, the requirements, they don't have to engage more with the users, Mm -hmm. but it's about optimizing things and scaling things up. Mm -hmm. So in that scenario, Mm -hmm. so product more technical product manager will be helpful.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So, so there, I, I think, not having a technology background, technical background, is not a non-starter. Right. Therefore, it's about poisoning into the role where you, you can use a strength more. Mm-hmm. And non-technical product managers can can uh play a role in more closer to the marketing, more closer to sales, more mm-hmm. closer to the customers, more closer to writing copyrights and design more Right.
0: So it depends on who else yes. is on the team, Correct. really, because then you you can balance out other strengths and yes. weaknesses. Then yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So again, one thing I want to stress on is that it's not about lack of weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Right. It's about a, a product manager. In fact, anybody is like, uh, it's, it's about somebody who is able to do everything. It's not about that.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: about okay, I. Non-technical product, product managers could be great at uh, defining problem in a simple language and communicating that to the user. That's the strength. Yeah. And the non-technical product manager plays by that strength and makes it easier for team, to, um, an easier team to uh, pass, on that, in, in, pass on that information. If non-technical product manager does that role, great. And it is a job well done
2: mm-hmm.
1: not necessarily have to okay like that problem oh i the weakness is I don't understand technology, therefore I cannot translate that into more technical terms or technical uh, more engineering engineering vocabulary
2: mm-hmm. right
1: it's not about it and then then if you if that person thinks, "Well, oh, I don't have that thing, and then you get nervous about that and mm-hmm. not able to do the the things even you're great at, yeah, then it starts getting a problem right, yeah. So it's about playing by a strength,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and focusing from focusing on the strength, and eventually, and things even a non is about. I think it's all just about the starting point. Okay, it's about starting point. Once you start, even non-technical guys start working with the technical team. Eventually, will uh, develop that uh, develop that technology understanding organically. Mm-hmm. But in the initial days when somebody is starting out, mm-hmm. right, I think play by the strength of non-technology. And, and same is true with uh, the technical product managers as well. It will be easier for them to start working with the engineering team because that's easier because that's organically. Yep.
2: But also they have
1: to graduate into understanding,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, can I talk to the customer, right? Can I define the mm-hmm. simple terms and things mm-hmm. like that? So the starting point may be different. But And working on the same eventually uh, will have to be great at both things.
0: It seems like everyone always has to be good at talking to people, too. It yeah. seems like the common thread. Yeah,
1: And that's why I think uh, it's about anybody can be that. And that's why if you, see in, uh, if you see about any great product managers, people come from design background, people from QA background, QA. There are people who come from customer success background,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because customer success background meaning that they have been talking to customers. They are they, they listen to the customers' complaining so much, and they mm. uh, develop a natural ability to listen to the customers. Yeah, and prioritize the problem, and things like that, yeah. and that becomes a great asset as a product manager. Well,
0: they have a, probably a deeper understanding yes. of like the failure of the product, Correct. which
1: is like huge. use. So. <sighs> And importantly, it's about developing empathy with the users, mm-hmm. right? And when you, developing empathy with the users, it's mostly about, with well, not about technical or non-technical background. It's about like whether you are able to do that or not. Mm-hmm. And now, from the function of time that you have spent on doing that, mm-hmm. non-technical programmers perhaps have spent more time doing that. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there's a strength that comes from that. There. Yeah. And maybe technical programmers could also be spending a lot of time on working through the technology part and things like that. And, and they would not have spent enough time face to face with the users and understanding the customers and right. like, listening to their problems uh, firsthand. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> at that point trying to become a weakness. But Eventually, like one, two or three years down the line, so it both of these converge into one person will develop both these uh, mm-hmm. capabilities, mm-hmm. but the starting point could be uh, very
0: different,
2: very yeah. different. Mm-hmm.
1: and then uh, while starting out again, I repeat it's about understanding your strength mm-hmm. work on your strength develop work on your strength and and the weakness that we, which one has even not technical technical right that will be which go right.
0: Interesting.
1: So, so is, there, yeah, definitely it's, it's not about, debate is not about uh, who is better, not taking out technical. Sure, way. yeah, sure. Uh, so, it's about, debate is about what's the starting point for these two?
2: Yeah. And yeah.
1: eventually, at what point it will converse and the lead time between starting point and that conversion time. So, how the, not taking a technical play by their strength mm-hmm. and like move towards that converging those two mm-hmm. in some point of time.
0: So in the beginning for each of them, then they're probably going to be working on different kinds of yes. projects, right? Yeah. So can you maybe describe those starting points for each of them?
1: So if you see for starting points, right uh, for non-technical project, so you spend them coming from customer success, right? mm-hmm. uh, account executives, sales, mm-hmm. and all those kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Copy UX writing, UX mm-hmm. design. Yeah. Well, so all of those like very uh, non-technical roles, mm-hmm. but still have to work closely with the users. Right. So that's the starting point for non-technical people, mm-hmm. right? Even marketers become pro managers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And wow. uh, so that's the starting point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For technical people, like they start from software engineering and they start from like sometimes they come QA and then sometimes it becomes like product, uh, the Scrum Masters and all of those. That's a, generally the trajectory for that. Mm-hmm. And for but common person, the personality trait between these two, uh, like uh, the regardless of non-technical or technical is called. The ability to synthesize multiple point of view, right? Mm -hmm. That's the core, thread, thread, like core capability. Mm -hmm. So either, regardless they come from which background, they have that. Mm -hmm. uh, They will have that core ability to synthesize multiple point of view Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: present to multiple different types of people.
0: Right. So um, we you mentioned earlier that like. Respect, you think, is an, maybe it would be harder for the non technical person. Um, how do you think that plays a role for both people or both types?
1: So I can share an experience about that. I, uh, so, while I was doing a startup, mm-hmm. I was in a recruiting mode. Mm-hmm. So, I was, though I had software engineering background, I stopped coding for a couple of years, and it was about building an app, Android app, uh, Android and iOS app. I was in a recruiting mode and I tried talking to many, many people. Then eventually what I thought was by that point of time I had become Mm non-technical because I I I was in a non-coding non-software engineering role, I'm a literacy role. What I did was I took an Android course and built first version of Android. Mm -hmm. Cool. Then after I did that, then it was easy for me to recruit the Android developer. Because because I gained their the respect was okay, this guy is so passionate about his idea, he's willing to learn something which is not his strength and just went on and learned something and start trying to bring on. Yeah. I think that action developed respect for me from that from the Android developer and that Android developer joined my team. Mm-hmm. So that much is enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So for even for non-technical like so You are willing to take the uncomfortable path mm-hmm. to get things done. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you mean by uncomfortable?
1: Because it's not your core strength, right? Mm-hmm. But you're willing to learn that thing. Okay. you're so going to yep. invest your time on that part, right? For the sake of getting things done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, I think that is more, that is important.
0: So it's like... Being uncomfortable, synthesizing, yeah. asking questions. These are sort of like the threads that yeah. Yeah. you would see throughout many yeah. product managers. Yeah. Okay.
1: So also, uh, and uh, and that comes from innate curiosity. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you are not taking a product manager and you're working with a React, chip and you start to oh, know what is just reacting, right? And you start mm-hmm. knowing, over oh, what are these courses and things like that? And you go and research about that and then you start asking questions with your engineering team about React and you talk to them about mm-hmm. that, things like that. So that thing will start germinating respect.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that is that will that is important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not per se you are being an expert in that as a non-technical product manager, you're being an expert at technology. Not, it's not about that. Rather about you're curious to learn about that, and you you want to have con- you can have conversations with the other about a particular topic.
2: Right.
1: That's, I think that thing is enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's not a, so people. It's not about black and white, right? It's not about destroy. It's about this intersection somewhere, and if you can create some intersection around that. Even for non technical product managers, and even for technical product managers, create an intersection about this understanding the customers and mm-hmm. the understanding our customer success and things like that, creating some intersection about the that. Mm-hmm. Then eventually, those intersections in will overlap and become a union. Okay. So, here, like, it's a, these two different things and they can work together, things like that. I think that's where the immaturity uh, uh, the comes in. Mm-hmm and
2: immaturity yeah okay
1: so so when you know that okay they can they can be intersections and and like you know set two right set a and set b there's intersection right mm-hmm. and uh, if you think it's a two disjoint sets then 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 lies the problem mm-hmm. and if you think oh there is an intersection mm-hmm. now i'm at the let's set a then my uh my core strength is uh my course has a larger area.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My and things which I need to learn all, also is there, but there mm-hmm. is an intersection, And then eventually I'll make the union of these two sets.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, that mindset will actually help for either, either background, technical or non-technical background to start getting respect from the team members who are not, uh, who. Anyone
0: really. Anyone, yeah. yeah.
1: So it could be just people you don't know. It, no, that's what I approached. Right. That's how I I approach product management, uh, prop management, even though it's whether you have a technical or non-technical background. Cool. And all of them are pros and cons.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really seem like there's one type of person that you need to be, which is interesting. I think there's a lot of jobs where it really is about a certain personality type that does well, but it seems like this isn't so much about your skills, but more about just uh, having the right instincts and asking the right questions. And...
1: I think it's what is common thread between, among all product managers. One thing is it's, it's, it's not about background per se, about technical, non technical. Mm-hmm. It's about few things, right? Fostering curiosity. Mm-hmm. So, curiosity about many things and able to synthesize mm-hmm. right and then able to generate respect
2: mm-hmm. from
1: other people and understanding what the strengths are and not focusing too much on weakness
0: yeah
1: and i think those are the common this personal threats right Is here, I'm not saying we're extrovert or introvert, yep. or I like, think you can be extrovert introvert and have still have all of these traits.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think uh, that's why, like, uh, the starting point could be different and understanding, okay, what's, uh, what's my core strength? Can I contribute more for my strength?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from
1: the weakness uh, point, like, instead of getting too much nervous or worried about that weakness, kind of start some some point of time some somewhere and and so that i gain respect with the team members which from from team members in which i have less uh, strength about or i have yeah. less about but then eventually like uh eventually that gap will be filled and it will be as very organic
2: mm-hmm.
1: and for not that's why non-technical people start more from the uh more from the this more marketing side mm-hmm. of the product management, more discovery side of product management,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And then technical people more start from the technical solution point of the development part of the, uh, part of the things. Mm-hmm. So, starting point may be different eventually as a senior, you become a product leader, you get both the insights.
2: Cool, yeah.
1: Ask any more?
0: I think that's it. <laughs> this
1: is a this is huge debate among people, right? And I, when I hear about this thing, and I'm like...
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I
1: think that's... Uh, that's... It's a different way of looking at things. And is it?
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like the default is always like, oh, it's really good to have a strong technical background. It seems like that's the default for most things in tech, but it's maybe not true.
1: Yes, I don't think so. I really don't think so. Yeah, I think, no, I mean
0: I don't either, but that's sort of something you hear. You know?
1: So for me, I think more so much what's the starting point? Mm-hmm. So both for technical and non-technical, what could be what could be a starting point? And how can I how can I leverage their strengths?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Eventually those their strengths matter more and their weaknesses matter less.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And eventually from as they work for a certain number of years. The difference between the starting point of technical or negative non technical background map
2: yeah yeah
1: so I like to decouple from and decouple into different stages mm-hmm. and think from this perspective rather than having oh always well, a non technical mechanism a better and technical background better. yeah so I think for me that's a in. From, it's not the angle that I would be looking at from, mm-hmm. or rather looking at from the previous angle, which I said.
0: Mm-hmm. And like maybe more of a track record, of, as opposed to like yeah. what you're, where you're from. Yeah.
1: The, the track what you have done, matter more than your background or your pedigree.
2: Right. Or, yeah.
1: Or like what you have done more. That's that matter most. Uh huh. And and as as you said, right. That's why it's like. Even people who are switching from, let's say, uh, people can start right out of college and start with the product management route, right? Mm-hmm. And some other people start like, oh, let me do this, this, let's say, software engineering or like customer success or sales for a certain number of years mm-hmm. and then think and make like, a uh, organic transition to do the product management role. Yeah. And that's why. I'm. I'm. let say uh, the starting point could be different for different people, mm-hmm. and then it's about eventually closing working from a side that you have strength,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: eventually the, the weaknesses will the gap of your weakness will close. some as you work along. So it's not going to overnight. It's going to it's going to take time for sure. And during that time period, so you get respect from peers, uh, team team members who uh, team members which uh, complements you on the, your weaker side,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? That will make you easier to work with those people. Mm-hmm. And as I said, to gain your respect could, doesn't necessarily mean that you are able to replace th- their work, but uh, then gaining respect is more, more about, okay, you trying to learn about
2: mm-hmm.
1: their, their work and being able to com- communicate with them. So that breeze is enough. That
0: intersection is enough.
1: That makes sense. Cool. Well, I guess we can leave it there for today. Yeah. but if Next time we're It's not, unless when you talk about te- technical, non technical, let's say, all right, it's not really about <laughs> yeah. that. It's about where we starting and what are the common things we have, what are our strengths, what, mm-hmm. what are our weaknesses and whether, uh, so, uh, I, I am able to gain respect from you even my weaker side
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and help you with my stronger my with a stronger side mm-hmm. so if then it becomes easier to work with you they
0: can complement yeah. each other yeah
1: yep.
0: awesome well thanks for more
1: thanks Lina. talk to you next time yeah thank you so much.